you know, you say you worked with, did you say 600 is, is 600 today, isn't it? 600 clients you've worked with so far. Um, no, 600 engagements on 250 customers. 250 customers got you and 600 engagements um yeah. across across those across those clients is there like a, a kind of a common vulnerability that you see within these organizations or are they like vastly different between one and another i mean do you have a kind of i mean is there a specific thing that you usually look at um and that you usually find that there's a, a as i said like a common vulnerability across these these companies yeah so let me give you the secret the top five right things yeah. that we see in really almost every organization. Number one, always password quality. Um, you always, in most organizations, even if they're the most advanced organizations, you do have some things like legacy passwords or service accounts or things that were not covered by the organizational, uh, let's say, uh, password policy that are easy uh, to let's call it a spray. That means that you're trying very basic passwords and you're able to identify username and password, which provides you with um, the first, um, you know, um, foot in the door uh, in some cases. And, you know, that's very funny. It's always uh, very nice to think about hacking as something very sexy, you know, very uh, dramatic that you find uh, those vulnerabilities that no one knows. But in a lot of cases, we just need to guess a simple password and that's it. You are, you are in the, the first step is done. Of course, you still need to do a lot after that. But password quality is definitely number one uh, by, by, by far. And, and, thing, uh, and on that yeah? point, uh, sorry, Ruth. Yeah. Um, on yeah, that point, yeah. you were, um, I, I was reading as well that uh, to evade these detection systems rather than kind of um, raising any alarms by you know, bulk guessing loads and loads of passwords to a single account. You go across all the accounts with very basic passwords and a few attempts. And I think it said like 60% of the time, you're going to get success very quickly. Yeah, we call it the password spraying, exactly. Uh, that means that instead of, uh, you know, going to one account with a lot of passwords, you're going with one or two passwords that uh, you anticipate that the organization will use, like name of the organization, summer 2021. Huh. That's something that you'll be surprised uh, how many organizations will be victim of this kind of an attack. Uh, I'm always surprised, although I know the numbers and still every time they see it, I'm surprised. <laughs> surprised. So that's uh, something that uh, is very, in a way, very frustrating, but, uh, you know, very human. So you can expect that. Uh, I can say that the industry is improving with multi-factor authentication and other things. And still, those items are highly important and highly vulnerable. But... Um, yeah, to your question, password spraying is definitely something that we do, uh, both to uh, make sure that we are not locking any accounts to create a denial of service uh, attack, and second, of course, to stay under the radar as much as possible. Um, so um, again, this is this is just the number one item. So password quality is really number one item that we see in a lot of organizations. The second one um, is more operational uh, capability. We see that organizations are struggling with being able to identify vulnerabilities or active breaches, uh, threats in the organization while those are happening. So we call it today security operation centers, EDR, MDR, NDR, all of the buzzwords. Uh, I mean, combined together as a detection and response capabilities, those are still um, not advanced enough in order to be able to deal with uh, the more modern attacks that we, that we see today. Usually what we see is that uh, those capabilities are very eff effective against things that are already well-known and less effective. Not all of them, of course, are very good solutions. Don't get me wrong. There are very good solutions out there. 
but still we see that in the integration with the organization, with the fact that the team organization need to have also a team responding to the technology to develop a capability and not only a tool, we still see a gap between the capability of the attacker to move in the organization. And there is still a time gap until the organization is able to identify and of course to respond to this specific uh, issue. The third item that uh, is always very, very common is network segmentation segregation. Um, that means that the um, option or the, uh, the capability of an attacker to move between different parts of the organization, right, from user environment to server environment to cloud environment and so on, that's something that is uh, still uh, very um, far away from where it should be. Um, and that's something that we see quite a lot. The next item that we see is uh, administration and privilege access management in general. One of the things that you have as a target when you work on a technical environment, you want to get access to the administrative account, right? The reason for that is once you have administrative account like a domain admin, uh, let's say in Microsoft-based environment or root access in Linux-based environment, of course, you get access to all other uh, devices quite immediately. And that's something that is very powerful as an attacker. Of course, it's not the end of the process, but a very good step in the way, let's say, to, to achieve your targets in the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, protecting those accounts and working in a least privilege uh, concept, that's something that is still, uh, you know, very common uh, vulnerability that we find in a lot of organizations. Um, last item is uh, more around the basic hygiene. You know, um, you probably heard about it a million times, right? Uh, but uh, things like patch management, right? Uh, those are basic items that there are all the solutions are, are already in the market are there. It's just about, uh, you know, proper asset management and policies and procedures uh, to make sure that this thing uh, really happens in the frequency that is good enough. Of course, there are challenges, right? If it was that easy, everyone would do that. But uh, there are challenges like, uh, impact on production if you have a patch uh, that is uh, problematic, uh, critical infrastructures like uh, OT environments that uh, they don't have the patch. And if they have the patch, you're not allowed to install the patch because then you lose the warranty of the environment. And if you work with Windows XP or Windows 95 in some of uh, the environments, so of course you don't have the patch to, to install. So those are inherited problems that you see in some organizations, but of course, still a problem. Very simple maybe. Some would say very stupid problem, but still problems, very uh, tangible and relevant problems. So those are the top five. I can tell you that uh, we see uh, in a lot of uh, cases also uh, things around the email protection and email server protection like DMARC, SPF, and other capabilities that are very um, relatively, very easy to fix. And uh, those are still uh, available or um, vulnerable or misconfigured in a lot of organizations. But um, in general, I think that the, the, the common ground that you can find between all the things that I've just mentioned, those are all basic foundations of cybersecurity. Absolutely. And, uh, and that's the point, right? I'm trying to, to maybe give you a very clear message saying that, you know, we, we hear a lot about next generation, right? Next generation firewall, next generation antivirus, next generation, next generation. And the point, and the very unfortunate point is that the basic items in most organizations are not covered uh, in a very efficient or complete way. And that's usually what we use um, 
to actually move laterally in organizations and get access to business critical assets. Yeah. Not because we uh, we don't know how to do other things, because those are the easiest, right? And the attacker will always look for the easiest way in uh, rather than using the most complicated and complex, uh, you know, James Bond related uh, uh, attacks in the organization.